Thank you for listening to Temporary Circumstances. I'm your host, Alina Sowers, a licensed professional counselor in Ohio. And I'm your co-host, Cora Mayfield, a licensed professional clinical counselor in Ohio. In this podcast, we will discuss many uncommon topics on all matters mental health. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to assess, diagnose, or treat a mental illness. For those services, please contact your local mental health provider. Today, we're going to talk about OCD. OCD stands for Obsessive Compulsive Disorder. And there is a significant misunderstanding about what OCD is and what it looks like. So we'd like to start there. According to the DSM, OCD has obsessions that are recurrent and persistent thoughts, urges, or images that are experienced as intrusive and unwanted. Compulsions are repetitive behaviors or repetitive acts that the individual feels driven to perform in response to an obsession or personal rules that must be performed rigidly. To meet the criteria for obsessive compulsive disorder, someone must have these recurrent thoughts or obsessions and make attempts to suppress them or ignore them by behaviors or mental acts, often repetitively. These compulsions are aimed at preventing or reducing anxiety or distress and are not are often not connected in a realistic way to what they're designed to prevent. To be considered for an OCD diagnosis, the obsessions must be time-consuming or cause clinically significant distress or impairment. These symptoms can't be attributed to the effects of substance or due to another mental disorder, and OCD can affect children as well as adults. OCD is... Cora has described is not just someone who likes their things orderly or wants things done in a specific way. This disorder takes up a significant amount of time and causes distress or difficulty in functioning. The main stigma that surrounds an OCD diagnosis is the minimizing ableist language used when someone jokes about having or someone else having OCD, such as I like all my books lined up. It's my OCD. That is not what OCD really is. It's not OCD doesn't, OCD is or it isn't. Someone doesn't have just little bits or less or more of OCD. These types of jokes and this ableist language minimizes the experience of those who do suffer from OCD. It makes it difficult for, sometimes it's confusing for them, and it makes it difficult for friends or loved ones to understand the extent that the OCD affects their lives or the lives of somebody with this diagnosis. So some statistics. uh, In 2021, about 2.3% of the population has OCD, which is about one in 40 adults, and about one in 100 children in the U.S. That's according to Anxiety and Depression Association of America. And the average age onset for OCD is 19 and a half years old. About 90% of adults who have OCD at some point in their lives also had at least one other mental disorder. And conditions that are often comorbid with OCD are anxiety disorders, such as panic disorder, phobias, and PTSD. That's about 75, about 75% of people with OCD have one of those disorders a mood disorder, including major depressive disorder or bipolar disorder, an impulse control disorder, such as ADHD or a substance use disorder. And as far as treatment, again, we have medication and therapy that tend to be helpful. 
So some medications might be uh, SSRIs, for example. The therapy that's considered the most effective is ERP or exposure and response prevention therapy. It's considered to be about 75 to 80% effective in the treatment of OCD. To explain a little bit about what that is, somebody is exposed to the situation little by little that they would normally have an obsessive thought about and then are asked not to follow through with the compulsion. This typically creates significant anxiety for the person who suffers with OCD. And in those cases, we would want to treat, teach grounding and mindfulness skills to deal with that anxiety. It's not strict exposure therapy because, for example, if somebody was had an obsession about germs and germ prevention and they didn't like to touch door handles, and so we have them touch the door handle and they immediately go and wash their hands, that's actually reinforcing the compulsive behavior and the obsession rather than exposing and then reducing the, um, the use of the compulsion. So we're hoping with a little bit more information about what true OCD is as a disorder can help some help spread the word about not having the stigmatizing language about something being so OCD or something triggering OCD in certain situations. That joke isn't funny for people who are actually suffering with OCD. That's about all we have on it today, but tune in next time for a different diagnosis. Thanks for listening to Temporary Circumstances. Find us on Instagram and leave us a review wherever you found us. 